all places as well. <laughs> Mark's read it that bit. <laughs> <laughs> but we got 40 minutes in before someone said something that was a bit quite <laughs> 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 That had to be the bit, didn't it? <laughs> Oh, we're recording. We're recording. Right, gentlemen, first episode, Five Guys Podcast. Welcome. Hi, Day. The Miz drinking whiskey. Yeah. Because he's such a responsible adult. Uh, First thing to talk about, sport. F1. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, has it taken too long for him to get a knighthood? I'm going to counter that argument. Why? Is he he a good driver? Because, hear me out, so So, he's won seven world titles, which is fantastic. That would make him a good driver. Would someone like, uh, let's go to the back of the grid, grid, George Russell, would he be in a very similar situation if he was driving for Mercedes? Bearing in mind that during lockdown, when they had all the virtual Formula One Grand Prix, he won pretty much every single one of them. He dominated. Maybe he's just a better gamer than a racing car driver. Um, I'd agree with your argument if Bottas won more. Bottas is a fiddle. You're in, you know... Best drivers, right? You always end up in the best teams. Yeah. But he's never, he's only ever had one person that's really actually challenged him, which was Rosberg. Um, yeah. Back in the early days, he was challenged, but then yeah. he moved to a better car. Oh. Vettel uh, win loads when he was in Red Bull as well. So, but that's, but that's, that's the issue. I agree. I, I think it's taken too long, but. So many people are hiding, or not hiding so much, but using the car as a counter-argument and the money that Mercedes have as a counter-argument as to why Lewis Hamilton hasn't got a knighthood or hasn't received the recognition that he potentially should. Yeah, but doesn't he have influence in how this car set up as well? So, Yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely. Exactly, so... But if you look at the race in Turkey, he was miles off in quali. In quali. He was, mm. what, down in 6th, 7th, 8th at some point? Mm. And then that, that was nothing to do with the car that he won that race because the car was shit. Mm. He won that because of his He's talent and being a good driver. Mm. Complete, I completely agree. I uh, loved that race. I think it was the best race that I've seen probably for a number of years. Mir, what yeah, do you reckon? <laughs> just sitting there. Well, I think he deserves one because did you see him and David Letterman? The new series, uh, it's like less than a year old and he was on there, obviously one-to-one with an audience, what have you. And uh, what he's also been through, not just winning the seven, seven world championships, but even as a junior coming through, family with no money, turning up to the go-kart tracks as um, a Mickey Mouse outfit, a dad with an engineer who, dad wasn't even an engineer. Dad just had a toolbox, basically. And all the other people had uh, teams of go-karts and um, mm. engineers, whatever. So I think if you look at his whole career, really, and uh, definitely needs some recognition. He did it definitely against the odds when you think yeah. uh, Jensen Button 
who still got yeah. to F1. But he had, he had money back and his dad was... was yeah, financially, he was there, but his, yeah. Lewis had nothing. And if dad should get the knighthood and Lewis should get something on the side, you know. His dad did it for him. Do you, wow. do you, do you also think that... Um, he is Lewis Hamilton doesn't receive the recognition because he is seen as quite controversial in the sport of F1 and controversial in with the powers that be. I think what he's doing for Formula One, what he's doing for sport with regard to um, the, the, the diversity within Formula One is amazing, but yeah. it's not, it's not being commended and it's not being seen by the powers that be. And I think that, that sometimes goes against him in the in the sport itself. Well, if I you think, think of Formula One nowadays, you think of Lewis Hamilton, don't you? So yeah, well. I think the problem is I think he's always polarized opinion. People people either love him or they hate him as a driver. Um, I mean, I always used to get a little bit irritated. I completely agree with like the diversity stuff that he's doing, but he sometimes. F1 isn't his platform to use. Mm. F1 has given him his personal brand of Lewis Hamilton, and that's his platform. Mm. So I think sometimes there's, but then, you know, it's people get annoyed when he uses F1 as his, you know, almost try to say, well, no, F1's mine, sort of thing, which I think is probably what irritates some people because sport is always tries to be not politically involved, but it's very difficult when. You, know, you look at something like diversity and stuff, and it's quite clear that in motorsport there isn't. They're not as drivers. Anyway. Well, all the top athletes use their sport as their platform. That's the only way they can get hurt. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's F one and diversity. When, the, um, when he wore the Breonna, uh, Breonna Taylor T-shirt, mm. yes, he got you know told you you can't really do that on the podium because that's not what it's there for. But is that born out of frustration? No one listening. Mm. And no one taking taking things seriously. But he's got a great platform now to uh, to do something better, isn't he? Yeah. 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 Uh, what else is happening in sport? I don't really. I'm not really interested in football. Chelsea were at the top. That's all that matters. Um. Well, I don't know. No idea who's top of the league. No, no, they were until the four o'clock game yesterday, and then they got overtaken Ooh. again. So, yeah. Have a look. I, Who's at the top? I saw in um, Spurs. Today. Spurs. Spurs are at the top of the league with Mourinho as. Chelsea was expect the best. Aren't you all Arsenal supporters? <clears throat> yes, most of them. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I think I think the least the least said about Arsenal, the better at the moment. Yeah, there's um, a few happening there at the moment. The moment, bit of a discrimination or a bit of abuse on uh, social media yesterday. Is a red card. Yeah, that's frustrating. I think I think the main point that we need to talk about with regards to football and sport in, in general is is Boris's announcement today that up to four thousand fans can can spectate from when the lockdowns lifted in next week. Um, I think that's a huge step for watching sport not only football but for rugby and mm. anything you know whatever we've got going sport wise netball and basketball i think that's it's huge for us to move on it's been it's been such difficult and if we use football because it's the most widely recognized it's been so difficult 
for teams to have a home advantage this season without fans. And it's it just it's shows, doesn't it? <clears throat> from, a, from a TV spectator point of view, whether you're watching cricket, football, F1, anything, it makes it much more difficult to watch now because it's there's no atmosphere. No, I know. I find it hard as well. I don't think it's just that. I think um, all, all the teams in the top couple of leagues are going to be fine, but those lower league teams, they rely on their fans coming to the game week in, week out to, to, to be able to survive as a club and be able to yeah. pay their players and pay for the backroom staff and stuff like this. So I know people talk about football, oh, there's multi-millions of pounds in it, but uh, at the lower levels where a lot of people who call it real football is, um, there's those kind of um, clubs that don't have the money that those big clubs have. And so basically uh, not having fans at the, their grounds is cost is costing them. And it, it wouldn't surprise me if over the next few years, we see a few clubs really beginning to struggle because of the money and stuff that they've lost out on. Who's responsible yeah. after that? Is it the governments? Well, it should be really. If they're, the they're governments have, yeah, they've imposed these measures. Yeah, so um, they need to have bailouts for people, but... The, the Premier League have set aside a set amount of money for for the lower league clubs for the EFL to mm. to use, um, but ultimately you've got you're paying people thousands of pounds a week, even in the lowest division and lowest professional division mm. in the National League, who have zero income coming in, apart from a few quid for tv rights you know there's not much tv rights in the lower leagues and that's where a huge issue is that that so many clubs are struggling with which but, club? um sorry say Matt, one of my one of my friends is a wigan supporter and they are quite far down um not beside <laughs> wigan um she pays wigan i've got the wigan tv and they televise every game and you pay 10 pound a month 10 pound a game to watch that game so basically, if the supporters want to watch a game instead of attending it, they just pay their £10 and they can watch the games online. So I don't know if that's a thing for every other club. That's new or that since lockdown? or Since lockdown. Since lockdown. Yeah, quite a few teams doing that, yeah. Mm. So. Wasn't there one of the Premier League clubs that during the first lockdown got into a, a bit of hot water because they were... And they start making start like I don't know if it was backroom staff or something redundant, but yet they were still paying all their players their full salaries, mm. uh, hundred grand yeah. a week. Or yeah, it's 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 it's, it's the likes of Arsenal and Tottenham. Um, I think those are the two that that put their backroom staff on furlough yeah. and were claiming eighty percent of their salary from the government. Yet they were still paying. Arsenal was a big one that that put some staff on furlough. That yet they were paying someone like Mesut Ozil three hundred and fifty grand a week. Yeah, to warm the bench. <laughs> Not even that. Um, that was the hoo-ha. Um, yeah. And it's a justification that, you know, football is such a huge... It, the money in football is astronomical. And then to put some of your marketing staff on, on furlough, from a business point of view, it makes complete sense. You know, yeah. they haven't got the work to do. They haven't got the people coming in. They haven't got the matches being played. Um but then they're still playing the players and I'm sure the players would have take, taken pay cuts they can afford to. Um, it's just one of those difficult things. 
Well, there was that story coming out of Arsenal, wasn't there? That um, they made the Dinosaurus redundant, the mascot um, redundant, and Meza Urzel said, "Look, I will pay his wages up until I'm a player at this club." So he's basically mm. paying the mascot's wages until he leaves. Yeah, but the guy who's made Dinosaurus is back now, but he's not actually the original one, so he didn't come back. So, yeah, but the ma- the mascot the mascot is back. So. No, no. The mascot looks a bit like you, Eddie, to be fair. <laughs> what, lean and fit, is he? And no, he's big, ugly and green. And unable to use technology at all. So. Namir, <laughs> <laughs> um, you've got a new addition to your family, haven't you? Right. Yes. Have you told the guys what her name is yet? No, I haven't. Well, what do you think the name is, guys? Any guesses? Well, it's not Dave. Not Dave. No, unfortunately not. Is it, is it Arabic? Yes, it is. It is. It, it means princess. So anyway, you have no idea. Uh, so no. it's... Uh... <laughs> I'm not even going to guess. <laughs> uh, Maya. What? Maya. Maya. Oh, nice. M-A- M-A-Y-A. Yeah, nice. So I've, learned, I've, I've lived 35 years of people not being able to pronounce my name, and now it's her turn. So uh, when people say... So how do you pronounce your name? Is it Namur? <laughs> <laughs> oh, William. I like you, Willie. <laughs> uh, no, she was born uh, week Wednesday, last Wednesday, on 11-11. And uh, oh. my other daughter, 10-10. And the next one, maybe 12 12. Who knows? Let's see in the future. Oh, you're going to go for a third one. No, no chance. No? I mean, I mean, uh, no, darling, wife. No. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Everything's going well. Uh, I'm halfway through a bottle of whiskey tonight. Uh, I imagine I'll be up all night again with crying. But uh, yeah, it's good. It's good. Nice to have two children, isn't it, Steve? Well, what happened Eddie? on Sunday on your journey back to? Sorry. Ah, so I've moved from Oxford back down to Sussex for maternity leave. We have the house down mm. there. Packed the house up, children in the back of the car, got halfway down the M40, well, 20 minutes from Oxford down the M40. My wife starts screaming in the back because Rosa's being sick. Uh, Rosa, the two year old. And um, okay, I'm going to pull over, going to pull over. And then I don't know, there's an absolute panic in the back of the car because the vomit is right angle and all over the door. I don't know what's happening because I'm driving, but it sounds pretty violent. Anyway, so I have to pull over. <clears throat> I open the door and just, it's like opening a full car, you know, water. You just open the door and <laughs> it just comes pouring out the car. It was just amazing how much. And then we have to does go- that not say, does, that, does that not say something about your driving, the mirror? No, yeah. no, no, I have my air suspension in my car, it's all right. Uh, <laughs> and then Maya's sick as well and then we go start heading back Mary said let's go back we need to decan wash everything okay fine Myler falls asleep just as I get to my front door of Oxford so I turn around again and head south again get back to um, Sussex we then have issues where Rosa goes to bed and she explodes in her nappy which goes all over her clothes and in her bed that's the poo followed by she's on like this laxative thing to help you know baby bells go moving and then <laughs> baby then has the same problem, explodes 
up at the back of the nappy, in the baby grow, through the vest. Um, and then she was up all night last night to Eddie didn't, I spoke to Eddie yesterday afternoon, but then to top it off last night, our first night here, she was awake from 10 a.m. through to about 6 a.m. this morning. Nice. Um, it's been a really good day. Really good. Day. Yeah, but you must have you must have stuck on the NFL and just watched the football. No, 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 I wouldn't do that. Instead, I just oh, kind of tried to keep a slit. Stay asleep. Did you, very well good feeling. Didn't you just sleep through it? You were just saying before. I Mary, yeah. Mary got up with it. Yeah, I was trying to. I won't lie. Hey, you know, I'm the Arab man. You know, I do what I want, right? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> You're not though. That's the problem. <laughs> no, I have to, no, that's very true. We all can speak the same here because we're on the same boat except Steve, of course. Yeah, uh, Steve. We do all yeah. the no, because for the, the two-year-old, I, I look after the two-year-old in the morning, so I had to get, you know, my two-eyed, you know, bit of sleep. So. The, is the morning routine easy? You get her up, or she gets up, she Most gets you up, and then you stick yeah. on CBeebies? No, no, no TV until uh, about 4.30 for uh, Rosa. Don't do any TV before then. She 4.30 loves in the afternoon? Yeah, 4.30 afternoon, yeah, she doesn't watch any TV. She doesn't have no interest. She loves reading books. Loves books, sticker books, and building towers. Just love it. So, That's uh, so your two olds all can already read better than you, is what you're telling us. <laughs> uh, yeah. She's much better at finding the yellow ducks on the pages. Yes. Oh. Yeah. That's her favorite. So. Yeah, you're leading her down the lane of how to tax evade already. So. <laughs> See, uh, the benefit they, for the benefit of the tape, Mir is just rolling his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from left to right <laughs> i paid my tax man this year i mean my tax accountant money not necessarily a tax man but yes the accountant yes is this like first the first year you've not had a tax rebate yes yeah, no but i'm getting the ss self-employed uh, thing which is good which i need because my uh, industry is uh, completely shut down right now isn't uh, there like an income limit for that though if you earn over a certain amount that you can't yeah, you but I don't know. do I. I. I only turn over about ten thousand oh, right. profit a year. Oh, okay. Yeah. He'll he'll end up being a quid short. A nice Volvo. My wife pays for everything. She has a good job. Oh, no. that, is that how it goes? Is it? Speak You're to a my lawyer. Man. Speak to my lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I am the only Arab on this podcast. Do not want to get. <laughs> Cannot find many more of us who speak as English like me. As good as <laughs> the majority of them speak better English. Yeah. And didn't do 10 years of public school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's that's the reality of new baby life, isn't it? Mm. Shit and puke. Yeah. And mm. sleepless nights. And not what we see on Instagram of all the perfect families everywhere. It's worth it, isn't it, a few years, guys? If they're worth it in probably six months, it'll be worth it. Mine's still in Somniac now, and she's five, so no. just a point out there. Yeah, no. so our two year old does 12 hours sort of straight every night. The two year old, Jude didn't sleep fully through the night for two years, Oof. and then he gradually started, but even then, it was only like four hours straight before he'd wake up for something and then go back to sleep. Yeah. Lex yeah. didn't go down until probably you didn't sleep through till we were three, and we're still having problems with Lara at five. So. Really? Wow. Mm. I'll give you some tips on you know how to coach your children to sleep for 12 hours if you like. Thanks. Cheers, mate. Normally starts with a bottle of this. And then... <laughs> <laughs>
Be valley tips? Oh, yeah. Sorry, we can't. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sleep like a baby. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, true. No up, up all night. Yeah. <laughs> As we'll discuss at some point, is Steve O's the single one out of the group? Much to our amusement. But he's more of a player, isn't he? He gets around a lot, Steve though, doesn't he? Yeah, does he? Obviously, <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> my my yeah my number my, my numbers in every toilet around the area. <laughs> <laughs> well, in all the gents, how do you get in the gents or the ladies? <laughs> You're a service station celebrity. <laughs> Is it any coincidence I am the only one with hair? Just putting that out there. <laughs> Will's left, so. <laughs> it was the hair comment that did it for me. <laughs> uh, what was I going to talk about? Right, cars being stopping, stop, fucking hell, stopping being sold by 2030. Being Crazy. made, aren't they? Crazy. Or stopping being, stop, uh, stopping being made or stopping being sold? Being, stop they being can't sold. make them or sell them. Yeah, exactly. So. Surely you're not going to make them if you can't sell them. Well, well yeah, you yeah, make them? They, they have classic be. cars, don't they? Yeah. Maybe yeah, you can Please still... Get the facts right, guys. If we're going to come and talk about this, let's get the facts right. You can story. Surely you can still buy a petrol car. Yeah, you, you can, can still you buy can. a Jaguar E Type. Namir can still buy his perhaps, uh, uh, Maserati something. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I'm we like a little lost sheep over there. <laughs> Look, I'm so tired. <laughs> How many? How much of that Glenfiddich have you had well, since we started? Since twenty twenty. Uh, okay, so it's a quarter of a bottle. I didn't, I didn't drink until now. Didn't drink all of the whole year. Well, well going back to today. Yeah. Well, no, they said this is the second time. Go back to Eddie's point. Some of the electric cars out there are absolutely like shit and i've driven some as well like the bmw i3s are horrendous what is this thing with car manufacturers when they make an electric car they have to make it look like a piece of shit <laughs> anyone that looks vaguely nice is an i8 but no one can afford one anyway or a tesla yeah but i8s are impractical so let's forget about the i8 a totally impractical car yeah well i3s are impractical too you would not be able to fit me in the mirror and maybe Will in an i3. So. Are you have them as police cars? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And we can only have two people in at a time. Yeah, I thought I'd seen them. Yeah. Well, because you're big guys, that's why you keep eating Cheetos and Coca-Cola. Off kilt and the kettle black in it, really, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I think it's a very good idea, but the infrastructure will not be anywhere near what we need by 2030. I'm sure the the technology will be there regarding the batteries, because obviously we're looking at you know the more range is the main thing. Mm. I don't think infrastructure will be there. Um, and like many government uh, things, announcements, they'll be pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. Mm. But I see the point of doing it for sure. 
So I've driven an electric car, yeah. I've driven Tesla, but um, only of course you have. Yeah. Yes. Of course he has. I like the Leaf. I think the Nissan Leaf looks nice. You know, good car. The, the Leaf, the new Leaf is all right. Yeah, but yeah. I would never. Wouldn't see any denim on there. That's for sure. No way. Steve, your van's going electric yet? No, not yet. Not yet. Um, we're, we're we're in the process of getting new vans, and they're not electric, so we haven't made that step as yet. You could have methane powered vans, couldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> they, they got hydrogen powered cars, some days. Yeah, hydrogen, there we are, exactly. Yeah, you got loads of them. Um, on cars, would you reckon on Rishi Sunak's idea of charging people their road tax by the mile? Fantastic. Yeah, it or not? Well, look. What? I don't know how it's going to work. So. I, don't, I, don't, I just don't see how you do it. Yeah. So is it dependable on the CO2 emissions for now? Yeah. Is that how they're going to do it? CO2 emissions? Um, and electric won't pay at all? Hmm. Yeah. yeah, electrics don't pay. You don't pay for electric. You don't at the moment. With Richard Tunak's new idea, would you pay at all for it? Because you're still using... Well, yeah, if it's done by mileage, everyone's going to have to pay then. But how are they going to govern it? How are they gonna like enforce it? You're gonna have to put your mileage in. You have to have a tracker system. It'd be like some sort of tracker system in your car, surely. Yeah. On a camera, maybe. And you get into what? the whole big brother mm. debate about everyone's movements being tracked, which is all right, uh, NHS track and trace at the moment. Yeah. If you're a conspiracy theorist, is everyone's movements are now being Talk tracked and yeah. yeah, but you think about the Trust and Trace app, and whilst that conspiracy theory is is going on that everyone is now being watched or followed, we were anyway. We've all got mobile phones that all has GPS, that all has, you know, people can log in and see our whereabouts, whatever happens. Um, <clears throat> We've had to move one of our um, at my work. We have uh, an emergency comms group for university incidents we've had to move that off of whatsapp now onto an app called signal because okay. when when facebook purchased whatsapp there was concerns mm -hmm. around why are they doing that because whatsapp has no benefit to facebook unless it can mine the data off of it and what people are talking about yeah and you gotta stop sending me dodgy stuff man <laughs> mi6 mi5 i'm gonna have problems <laughs> You shouldn't get yourself involved in customer activity, then. Yeah. No, no really. You've got, you've got to be careful, Eddie. Okay, I applied too much. That's not a good example. <laughs> oh dear. Um, what about like the vaccine? Mm. Oh. Oh, there's a debate for you, isn't there? When they, when the government say they want all adults to be vaccinated by whenever it is next year, is, is that compulsory? No. 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 Um, no. I was listening to their press conference, which the, was, what was that, about half an hour ago, finished, and um, uh, they were saying, both of them, both Boris Johnson and Chris Whitty, said that it's a voluntary vaccine. They're not going to be pushing for compulsory. 
would you not have one if it was if it was optional? Sorry. Why wouldn't you do it if it was optional or not? Why wouldn't you get the vaccination? Why would you? Why Why wouldn't you? But why would you? I don't right. have to do that. Well, here's a question for you. Do, would you? It's basically like another flu vaccine, and we've most of us. I say most of us because. Some of us are alternative, not looking at William, um, have taken a flu vaccine. So it's just another flu vaccine, really, isn't it? So. What, what, what they'll end up doing is, is in a year, a year and a half's time, is they'll just lump it in with a flu vaccine. So it'll be another, yeah. another sort of small dose into the flu vaccine that will hmm. ultimately cure you or give you immunisation against uh, coronavirus until it mutates into something else or it yeah. creates another form similar to what the flu does every year yeah. and, and it, it, it will just it will just become part of society the vaccine will be put in together with the flu vaccine that everyone gets offered in what is it september october november mm. and then it, it, it and we'll just learn to live with it um but it was interesting how how the they were saying today that it is completely voluntary they can't make people do it but they did spin on it how this vaccine will help you as an individual if you have it protect your family and protect others so it's interesting the spin that the, the words wordplay they're putting on it very much it's beneficial for you to do this because i wonder it, if other countries could be countries in europe would put travel restrictions on so if you haven't had it you can't travel how can you how can you guarantee that you've had it or not had it i'm sure i've seen a push today that there's some air, air um planes or air companies are basically saying that they're not taking unvaccinated people on their planes which would be controversial to be fair i just don't know how you could get how you could get away with that no. out of interest Will would you have it I am undecided I haven't seen enough facts for me to make up my mind on it yet you have a nice fence in your garden <laughs> sit on I'm yeah. sitting on it sitting on it beautifully <laughs> yeah um, I will not make a comment at this time is that your because, opinion or is that your family opinion I just don't I just don't um, I don't know enough about the vaccine. I don't know enough about the benefits and no one does. So until I know more about it, I won't say yes or no at this point. Has Jackie told you you're not allowed to have it? Yeah. What trying to say. What will she do? No, she told no, you no. not to bring it unless I tell you you can. No, no, we haven't discussed it. Okay. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. People like us that are young-ish in most cases, um, fit-ish in most cases and healthy-ish in most <laughs> cases um, won't be able to get a vaccine for another year, year and a half. I, I, I will. Think. I will. Why will so you? Of us in Oxford is where they've actually created the vaccination and I spoke to one guy who says, hook me up, please. So uh, <laughs> I believe I'm very much... <laughs> You're going to black market this vaccine to get... Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I, I hook, hook a brother up. I live opposite. You know, you've had your lights on for the last six months at night and it's been keeping me up uh, but i tell you what it's great no seriously it, it's happening literally the building office is where the vaccine of the vaccine school is at the university of oxford 
um, mm. on the university side. It's kind of crazy to think that the whole world is kind of waiting for something to happen and it's kind of potentially something has been created right opposite your front door, literally within 100 yards, the other side of the road. It's kind of a weird, it's a weird thing because you, unless you're kind of got involved in COVID or unfortunately been, you know, uh, subject to it or, you know, someone who's been badly affected, mm. you kind of think you're immune to it. You don't really think much of it, but until someone actually does get affected, you go, oh, wow, it's actually, uh, it's quite a real thing. Yeah. Anyone here know anyone personally that's had it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> I know like a friend's partner's had it, so, mm. but not, I haven't seen anyone. Has anyone been hospitalised with it? Yeah, Weird. someone I know. Yeah. Like um, died from it. But that's because in the Middle East, there isn't very good um, healthcare. In Iraq, in Jordan, these places, that's why. Interestingly, that vaccine that's being developed in Oxford <clears throat> apparently has a better right there and saying it's only got a 70% um, success rate. That's actually more effective than the current flu vaccine. Mm -hmm. When you, when you yeah. think about it in terms of effectiveness of the vaccine, yeah. it's, it's very interesting. So what, is, there... what is the flu vaccine? Uh, that'd be interesting to know the percentage. What, yeah, probably, probably about ten. <laughs> they were also saying they were also saying that even though it was seventy percent, the other thirty percent, although they showed symptoms, the symptoms were suppressed yeah. um, compared to other COVID cases. So, but are you going to have to see? It's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I'd have it. Um, I don't really. I don't see a reason not to, really. Uh, I don't see a reason not to. Um, I think the way it's going, everybody at some point is gonna is gonna get this this thing. It's not gonna go away in in the next six months, year. It's gonna be around for years to come. So if you've got an opportunity to try and protect yourself, why wouldn't you? Uh, protect others. Well, just yourself. Not just yourself. Yeah. Well, exactly. It's. Yeah. It's uh, as as you boys well know. I, I still live with my parents, and they're they're getting they're getting on. They're bloody old now. But um, uh, if I, if I if I catch it, which I'm quite high uh, quite a high risk because I'm still working around quite a lot of people, so um, I'm putting them at risk, and that's not something I want to do. Absolutely. Do you take any tests, uh, Steve, with your work? Um, we uh, we haven't taken any tests. Uh, we have tests available to us if if we show symptoms, etc. Yes. I I I took an antibody test a couple of weeks ago because I was selected at random, and that came back as negative on the test. So it's yeah. showing that I potentially hasn't haven't had it. Uh, somebody from our work got tested last week um, uh, because they had a, uh, a couple of not the main symptoms, but a couple of symptoms, they came back negative. So yeah. I don't know. Um, it's, we've had a few people tested for it um, over, over the time, but um, nobody's really come back positive as yet. Jerome, do you have to have it as part of your work? I've been tested once. And if there's um, that, they make yeah. it. Yeah, well, they haven't mentioned it, but I come into contact with hundreds of people a day, so it would be, make sense for you wear to a mask to us, yeah we wear masks we have to wear masks when driving and also on the streets yeah. as well uh in the cars we have to wear masks yeah. in the offices like if on the street basically we just have to wear masks all the time 
No, uniform, when your uniform is on, your mask is on, basically. It's part of the... Yeah, uniform. yeah, pretty much. What if you're chasing people? Yeah, have to wear masks. I did. How, how do you cope with that? Because well, it's hard to breathe in a mask. Well, it depends on what type of mask. We got rolled out the cloth ones, which are really good, but are quite con- constrictive when you're running and stuff. But yeah. if you use the Dispo ones, they're all right. You just got to yeah. change them. So. Mm. You get used to it. It's with everything, you get used to it. I had to yeah. do training the other day and we had to do, we had to, physical training um, and we were wearing masks the whole time. So yeah. it's a new thing for us. So. I had a clock there, which I thought was quite good. I got it tailored with my work. And um, then being in the hospital recently, just so people don't forget the dishes. You got your I'm mask like, tailored. Yeah, yeah, but okay, just so you know, I work in bespoke tailoring, that's why. Uh, anyway. <laughs> we need to drop that one in, didn't we? We'll have a website <laughs> so people understand, you know, we're just going, you know, millions are going to hear this. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> after going in the hospital with all the different, you know, Mary baby checks, blah, 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 um, I've, I, have, I, have, I think I've, I've cleared the whole of the John Ratcliffe Hospital in Oxford of their blue masks because they're really good. Mm. The disposable ones you say, Jerome. Yeah, so this one, I think really good. I've probably really got good. about 15,000 in my car now. Just keep taking a handful every desk I go past, another handful here. I get Mary to pick me a handful up as well. Fantastic. And we wonder why the NHS has a problem with PPE. <laughs> yeah, but I think I brought all the out of date stuff, so it's all right. It won't work. For me, so you An out of date mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Last thing to chat about. Old people and technology. So my uh, mum, who's 76, struggles to empty her own battery-operated Hoover, asked me about a smartphone. So she phoned me last week. And every now and again, she phones me. If she can't remember something and she wants me to search, I do a Google search for it and like, who's the actor, actor in a film or whatever. And she phones me up and says, um, you, you've got one of those smartphones, haven't you? But like, yeah. Does it have that Google on it? I was like, yeah. Can I get one of those? And I was like, why, why, why do you want a smartphone though? Just for, she's like, so I can, so if I forget something, I can go on Google and, uh, and look it up. And I was like, well, you can do, but it, it's just as easy to phone me. And then I was chatting to her over the weekend and she now wants to have a banking app on it as well for a bank. I'm just like, I just, I just can't see her using. I mean, I've, I think I've managed to convince her to get a tablet and just have yeah. Google. But it will just cause more phone calls of, oh, it won't do this, and I've done that. And mm. has anyone else's old parents got? You're depriving <laughs> your mother of getting with 2020. <laughs> you heartless son. The thing is, though, it's me she phones every time something bloody goes wrong. Yeah, but do you understand, Eddie? Number one, she wants a smartphone because she doesn't want to talk to you that much. Yeah, that's the first thing you haven't picked up. (laughs) Number two, it's very, it's really uh, fantastic for older generation. I say older, I don't know if that's going to be the right thing to say. I have a great aunt who who has uh, the laptop and the iPhone, albeit it's Mm. like an iPhone 5S or something, 6 or maximum. I'm there and I'm in her little flat. She's 84, maybe? 84. 84, living on her own, bless her. Okay, next door is her maid, has a flat next door. 
Um, but you sit there and then all of a sudden her laptop rings and it's Skype, a call from the Middle East or America, a relative, and you kind of go, mm. you just don't expect this kind of thing, but it keeps them going, you know, keeps them going, yeah. going. Um, <clears throat> you've got to be connected, especially now with, with, with lack of, I don't know if your mother is socialising any. Hasn't, hasn't left the house in eight months. How, 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 so she hasn't been how, out in eight months and you're stopping her getting out an iPhone where she could connect with people. Yeah. I'm going to so... call, call RSPCA <laughs> now. <laughs> my 89-year-old uh, my grandma has a tablet that she regularly uses for internet and Skype, and she Skypes my brother in Mexico um, every other week, and she loves it. Is she just does brother? it by herself, pops on. You have a brother in Mexico? Is he part I of the cartel? Brother, brother, is that the cartel? Brother, brother. Is that the brother? The called the brother. He's called the brother. Is he, is he, is he my brother? Is, um... is, is, your, <laughs> is it? Does, the, is it does the your brother, brother live in Mexico? No, no. Yeah, is it? Is it the brother that went to the, that side? Is it the the Muslim con, con, uh, convert brother? No, no, no. Is no, what no. he's asking. I was gonna say, what's he doing in Mexico if he is man? That's <laughs> How do you know a good Muslim? My Muslim brother is still in Manchester. I have to edit that bit. <laughs> 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 but we got forty minutes in before someone said something that was a bit. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> and it had to be the bit, didn't it? <laughs> I can say this. Don't say my name, Jerome. Yeah, they'll track me. Yeah, Amir <laughs> <laughs> Ramatala. Probably worth just cutting all that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> it went well until we were talking about Will's brother. So, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you say, though, you know, everything is so PC, man. I don't know what you can say, what you can't say. <laughs> I tell you what, there's there's a good podcast episode there. Yeah, that's pri private school education for you, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Is it the Cranley School? Yeah, where they film the new series of The Crown. Who you want to who watched The Crown here? I only got up to season two. I didn't watch three or four. Uh, I want to watch a new one because Cranley's in it. They filmed there uh, the um. The, the school which William goes to, which obviously is really Eton, they've actually filmed it at Cranny. Okay. Cranny looks nicer, I guess, than Eton. Eton is, you know. Amir, with your private school education and your obvious connections in the Middle East and all your money, you must know someone that's famous. And I signed NDAs, though, to be fair. Not an Arabian prince anywhere? Or princess? No, I know a good handful of billionaires in the Middle East, though, through my connections with... Huh? We can talk to them about financial, how to become a billionaire. Have they got, have they got a large <laughs> social media drill in, gathering there? Drill into ground. Drill into the ground, find oil, done. Yeah. Um, that's your, you that's your business plan. No, to be fair, no, no, some of them, I'll tell you what, yeah. I've got some absolutely uh, wealthy as hell Indian customers in Dubai. And okay. to be fair, they're, they're pretty humble. They're pretty down-to-earth kind of people. And they're yeah. one of actually good friends. <laughs> so I'm going to stop right now. You're editing this straight away. <laughs> they're recording. There's a little button on the top that says record. <laughs> I know it says live. <laughs> That's blackmail material, that is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, there we are.
rush up now. Jerome, have you ever arrested any celebrities or famous people? No, I haven't had the pleasure yet. I've had no. Which uh, no, we, they get. We they, it's very hush hush when those things happen. So yeah, and everything. Which 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 district still? We um Westminster. Westminster, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. When it, is it hush hush because the police force don't want the inevitable neg negative publicity that comes from it, or is it? Is that just the way it's done? Just the way it's been done the whole time. So, yeah, we've got, it's all confidential anyway, so it, we don't tell, you tell us those a, a random Joe that's been nicked, so why would we tell someone who's... But you tell us a lot about the stories, man, about the stuff which goes between, you know, the team, about images and stuff, so... <laughs> because you fucking... <laughs> you're in the shit. Don't, don't get me in the shit either. <laughs> <Got you down. laughs> I started off so I started off like an actual decent conversation point until Namir cried yeah. out. That's something else you need to edit out. Steve, you keep shitting in the toilet. Something with the uh, the big uh, you know the recycling water things. I saw that man. Eddie, what do you what? do? Oh, Steve, Jerome, is, this point, gets... is this the point where you need to do your statement from your inspector? Yeah, yeah. And I'll get yeah. So, <laughs> what advice from my inspector? I do not speak for the Metropolitan Police. These are my opinions and only my opinions, and. At no point do I represent this. <laughs> I am off duty, and any opinion I have voiced is mine alone. So there we go. I miss those. Uh, you know, I miss those Mario Kart evenings, chaps. Especially when Jerome used to bring his, you know, his baton and other things from. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't believe that night we all turned up in a dress. That was just weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened in those days, Steve-O, you know. It was just, you know, we were, we were all finding ourselves at that point. <laughs> Seriously, were you, were you that way inclined? Always, mate. Damn. That's why I'm so popular. With who? The <laughs> number. <laughs> Ed's got a lot of work to do with this, hasn't he? <laughs> Ed, you've got a good 40 Tessie minutes of us being normal. Early. And now it's just gone to this. Lot, so. Yeah, but it's a lot more fun now, isn't it? We're like bloody cucumbers. Talking maybe, about one, you know? maybe we just do an exit link now. <laughs> exit link. Yeah. Uh, right, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Right, gentlemen. Let's stop oh. this recording. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Catch you soon. Yeah. Good luck, Namir. What with? Parenting. Thank you.